2: well, what a day Sunday was for an oral fantasy Especially if you're a, a, an owner of my one of my teams, it uh, didn't go too crash hot, especially this Eels and Titans game. If you, you tune into the the live stream or my live reaction for this game, I didn't get too annoyed, but yeah, thankfully I didn't stream the second half because I was getting pretty annoyed with the, the scoring that was on display from my players especially. And this was just a terrible game for... <laughs> the types of plays that I wanted in my, well, I had in my squad, with you know nine, ten, you know ten tries in the first forty four minutes, there was just no flow to the game. If you were a middle guy, and considering I had someone like Dylan Brown, who makes a lot of tackles, um, and a lot of times he ended up making a run on the fourth play, and then they scored in the last, or you know scored down his side, it was just a bit of a pain in the ass. And then he ended up getting moved to the centres when, um, when Russell went down, so that ruined his scoring. We didn't see Re Re um, not getting the tackles that he normally would. You know, kicked well out of dummy half, but just wasn't a great game for those types of players. And obviously, a bit better if you're on if you're on an edge. But yeah, it's a very stop-start game. And you know, to Eels to get away with 32-28 was you know, lucky for them, but they didn't play very well. Let's be honest. And and just um, defensively, both teams weren't great. Um, and then just they just both struggled in the second half. So that was that. But yeah, welcome back to General fantasy analysis, guys. Please, hit, let's like and subscribe. If you are new here or if you are one of those people that uh, you know watches here and there, hit that subscribe button. I'll be posting a lot of videos over the, uh, over the season. So, Shawnee Lane, he, he was targeted a lot uh, on that left side, and, and Brown wasn't someone to pass to him a lot, which is annoying as well. Uh, very different to what happened in the trials, so it's very hard to uh, to gauge a lot of these things. But anyway, he's solid good a line breaking a try. I wouldn't be expecting that each week, and, and maybe not 80 minutes each week when... Dylan Brown, uh, Nathan Brown comes back. Probably he had a nice run to finish the game. Ended up with nine tackle breaks, which would have been a you know a mid to high 60 score uh, based on last year's rules. Oh, the offloads and stuff still haven't been updated, guys, so just be aware of that. Any of these guys have got one offload. Obviously, the majority of them are going to be four-pointers. Uh, but he was great. He almost lived up to his price point. Mid and edge, dual, no origin. He'll be solid. For feeder, a couple of decent runs there. You know, one, one line break there and 122 metres was okay. You're obviously wanting a little bit higher from him, somewhere in the you know the 60, 65 would be nice, but you know with how a lot of the guns performed in this, uh, in this first week, it's not uh, the biggest issue going around. All right, Mitchie Moses had a, a great first half, three tries this there, six goals. You're not going to get that from him all the time, and obviously uh, you'll expect the, the kick metres to be up a lot more as well. So he was solid, four missed tackles was you know, about normal for him to go along with, uh, you know, the the only attacking stats he gets so fifty one you'll take especially with the uh, what majority of the Parramatta guys scored in this game. Toby Sexton had an amazing half. He's a good player, right? I I, really, I do agree with this. He's gonna be he's gonna be a great player. That that uh, cut ball earlier in the game for the Phillips Sammy try was absolutely mint. Uh, but he he had an awesome half of footy, right? Like as good as it can get for a young half. He had two turnover tackles, kicked the ball a lot, no real. Negative. I think he had two missed tackles in that first stanza. Um, a, you know, bunch of all basically all the goals in that first half. Got a try assist, and he still ended up with forty five for the game. So be aware of that. Yes, they came up and get a against a decent side, but they did also score a lot of points. So not every time they're gonna be scoring twenty eight and him getting four goals. You know, it might be down to like a two goals a game. You probably expect the one try assist. You won't expect the two turnover tackles every game, and I'd still expect a bunch of misses there. So. Forty-five. You would hope for a bit higher in this game, but just be aware of that if you're looking to pick him up. Um, I'd probably just hold steady. He is a six hundred k. Remember, so he's at um, you know at a gun price of forty-eight average. Uh, that forty-five was great, and you know you can expect some good scores out of him. But I wouldn't be stressing to pick him up at this stage. Shawnee Russell was a you know really a really nice start for him. Obviously, the the, the gameplay that they have, you know Gutho down the left-hand side, some nice cutout balls from Moses. Russell's going to get plenty of action. It looks like he's probably going to be out for three to six weeks with some, you know, some broken ribs. So if you own him, you can probably look to trade him out. It's a bit of a pain. You know, thankfully, he'll make some cash. But yeah, just annoying. You know, Three tries in the first 34 minutes, you're absolutely cheering. If you played him in the starting side, which I doubt many people would, but at least on the, on the emergencies, you get a, a good bunch of price rises. So yeah, that's annoying for him. He's probably going to be a trade out. Madison, thankfully I moved him on. Um, I did move him on for Matt Burton in the head-to-head side in the head head side, but um, yeah, Matt was 53 minutes. I would have expected a bunch more minutes. Nothing too much happened for him. You know, tackles were pretty low in this game. I'd expect somewhere between 35 to 40 for him, and you know, 110 meters was solid. You know, one offload, one tackle break. So just not not a massive game for him. The bigger minutes he can play, the better. So he might revert back to the edge pretty soon, and hopefully a little bit cheaper for anyone who, who would look to pick him up. Because if you can get him somewhere close to that 650, 600. If you don't have him yet, then that would be that would be great. Uh, Reedy, how bad were the updates? You know, the down dates, I should say, in this game. I like I had Reed with forty three, uh, and he goes back down to a thirty six. I think he lost a, a turnover tackle. Um, yeah, just really annoying for him. Thirty six in a in a full game of footy for him is is very close to like one of his lowest scores for sure. I'm going to see what him and Brown have picked up over the last few years. If they've had any scores that low, because Reed's been super consistent, and it was just a pain in the butt there for sure. All right, Reed. So you got a thirty-six there. You look at his scores at the start of last year. His lowest score, yeah, you know, barring injury, was a forty-six. He had a forty-four in his last game in seventy-seven minutes. Like seriously, thirty-six this time. I literally did the exact same thing as last year. Last year I started with Cook. He gets thirty-seven. His lowest score in like three years. This year I start with Reid and he has his lowest score in... Has he ever had lower in a full game? 22 and 52 minutes, 39 and 52. He literally doesn't... In, a, in an 80-minute game, he doesn't have a lower score. That's actually ridiculous. <laughs> so annoying. What that means is you got to hold on to him, right? He's going to be fine. Yes, he's going to lose some cash, but a lot of people will be looking to pick him up, actually, over the next period. Um... Yes, Grant's going to be great, but don't be swapping him for Harry Grant. I think that's a silly idea. Oh, and we'll load up Dylan Brown as well, uh, just to just to have a look at some of his lowest scores. Also, all right, we move on. Foto Waco is thirty four in his fifty eight minutes. He'll he'll improve on that. Uh, if you do own him at this stage, then don't be too stressed. But he has a couple of games like that here and there. If you had pair uh, for more, the the thirty four with a with the is not great. You know, only running for thirty one meters was crazy. Uh, yes. Both teams, it's a very weird game, right? A lot of the guys in this, you just have to hold steady and hope that they improve from there. You know, he just had um, just a nothing running game where he usually gets a bunch of tackle breaks offloads. But good to see he got 80 minutes. Yes, he had a few shuffles around the park with a couple of guys um, you know, playing about 70 minutes on their on their, their two wings. Proct had to come in and, and cover a little bit. So there's a few different things happening, but that is that. Hold on to for more. Uh, 450K is fine. Penasini had a great game without doing too much. 76 metres. Uh, a couple of forced dropouts. Is that right? FDOs? Yeah, two forced dropouts, which was cool. Um, I think one of them was tackling and one of them was, um, was kicking. But yeah, 76 run metres. Not that much. To get two tackle breaks and an offload in that is fine. 20 tackles for three misses. We'll cop in a, in a game where there was a lot of um, you know, points scored. Uh, so yeah, hold on to him. Play him each week. I think he, he looks really great. He looks good in defence. He looks good in attack. He'll be fine. Uh, Tillon Brown, let's have a look at his scores over the last bunch of years. All right, 2021, we have a 38 in a low game for him in round eight. We have a 39 in a low game and a 38 and a 34. So, right, so that's just four four games last year that he was under 40 uh, and he starts off with a 31 being one of his lowest. The other big thing to look at is his missed tackle rate. There's games where he has... 29 tackles for 0, 25 for 0, 30 for 0, 26 for 1, 23 for 0. Not once last year. Actually, let's go. Let's find a game where he's had five missed tackles. Round 18, 2019 was the last time he missed five tackles. Seriously. Can it get any worse in round one, guys? Come on. Look out for me. Look after me. Yeah, Run that narrative that Dylan Brown's going to go good. And he picks up a 31. And that included a to 18 tackles for five misses. He moved out to the centres. It all just nothing just went right for him. Apart from that one try, like that one moment, <laughs> nothing went right. So he'll be fine. Overall, he'll be sweet. Uh, the Eels will be, will be a lot better defensively. So there'll be more time in play. He'll get more tackles. He'll run the ball a bit more. It'll all be a bit better for him. But yeah, just not a great start. Let's be honest. For Dill Junior Paulo, if you're running that narrative that he was going to do really well, <clears throat> this is you know what happens. If you look at his stats as well, he's someone that has a lot of games. With low scores And then has a bunch of games with high scores He started with 270s last year with tries And then in years past <coughs> Sorry And then in other games he'll get the low scores Thank you, my internet's killing it today um, But yeah, a 39s in there He's got 27s, he's got 33s, 24s 46, 38, 40s 40. so This is more more like um, Junior Paulo Whereas other guys like Brown and Reed Is very, very out of character So I'd be worried if you picked up Paulo Thinking he was going to do really well this year Yes, he didn't have any offloads, that'll come He'll have some improved scores for sure But he's going to be volatile, can you handle that? Alright, just a couple of go Gutho with 19, <clears throat> he looked pretty solid to be fair uh, Early on with that tri-assist But you know, 3, three missed tackles, 2 errors He had 3 four dropouts, so he's solid that way But yeah, not ideal um, Holding on to him for sure if you have him And then Paddy Herbert with 4 uh, Wasn't great, but he, has a, he does have a bunch of those games in him all right, move to the last game of the week, which was my Cowboys up against the Dogs, and they were they they had just dom- they were dominating the Dogs the whole game. Just couldn't score points. And they got to about 60 minutes in, and it was 6-4, and I was like, you watch, the Cowboys going to lose this. And obviously, uh, the slight offside there from Hamiso. Killed that uh, nice finish from my squad. Uh, but that was that. This will be probably the two bottom teams, 15 and 16. Yeah, based on round one play, it was definitely the worst game and um, the worst quality from both sides, but we'll see what happens. Anything can happen. <coughs> a couple of guys I was impressed with was Tommy Gilbert. That try that he scored at the start, you see the passion he had for the jersey, which was really cool. Obviously, first try uh, for the year for the Cowboys in front of their home crowd. That's going to G you up a little bit, but that was really, really uh, impressive. He even had a couple of penalties and a couple of missed tackles, but you know, work rate was really high. Playing 75 minutes, through the edge and also the middle was really, really cool. Um, and he becomes a decent option, right? He's going to be up closer to the 500K mark after this game once things are updated. But be, it's just more... The worry with this Cowboys pack is is who's going to be getting those big minutes? Will they chop and change it regularly? And they have Ruben Cotter coming back in. What happens when he plays? There's a, there's a few question marks. And someone like Jeremy Nanai, he... He looks like he's a really, really good player. I'm really high on him. After last night, you know, the one missed tackle, you know, we can probably see him getting another missed tackle or two just in, in better uh, games against better teams, for example. But, you know, a nice work rate of 32 tackles there. On an edge, obviously had a line break, but just, you know, super solid player, 150 metres for three tackle breaks. If he's playing 80 minutes, I can see him averaging around that 40 mark. This is probably an outlier game with a 56 against a, a lesser side. But if he can average around that 40, he's going to be making 125, 150K. And he'll have the, the standout game or two where he, he has a nice line break and try. Because he, he ran a good line. I think he's, you know, he's someone who's going to naturally improve over the year. So he's someone I'll be targeting this week to bring into our squads. Louie Thompson had a great game with 58 in his 63 minutes. Just um, just tackled hard and, and ran the ball well. So nothing crazy for him to get those points. But he is priced at, you know, at 60 there. A 60? No, I'm wrong 6.95 was priced at yeah, the mid-high 50s, that's right um, so getting around where he should be scoring anyway How good was Maxie King? 56 off the bench and you probably didn't even see him because he yeah, he didn't make a bunch of runs there but no no tackle breaks in there, the one offload but the 40 tackles for no misses is absolutely incredible. He shouldn't do that every week if he's getting 35 minutes which I'm probably going to project, I can see him getting around a point a minute so still someone going to make you a ton of money yeah, if he can, if he can get the odd fifty points in there as well, um, would you play him in your team every week? Uh, I'd probably have him pretty close, maybe like a fourth interchange or, or fifth um, emergency. If you've got someone out like a Sean Russell and you're not moving him on, you can you can play the. Um Played the loop game for sure, but uh, he was awesome and, and he needs to be in everyone's side, I think. Yes, they did have a couple of um, HIAs, a couple of injuries as well. Patola, for example, uh, went off after a shorter period of time, so he may, he may have had his minutes slightly inflated. Could have been playing 30, for example, but he was awesome. Reese Robson was killing it, a point a minute for his 53 before he came off for Granville, so that's always the worry. If he has 80 minutes, he's always like a 700k player. Jamiso uh, was really, really good. Again, it's probably not going to be coming up against uh, this type of team always, but do look at the fact that he had one try save and four turnover tackles. So, you know, a few there that, you know, Ado Car was just run straight at him. I don't know what he was doing, and then just a little a normal tackle and he lost it. So, just a few things happened. He got nine points from that try saver when he ripped it out of um, Avril's hands, for example. So, he shouldn't be getting 52 that easily with only 136 metres, four tackle breaks. The 11 tackles was really nice uh, and, and the three-kick diffusals, but he's going to improve over the year as well. I wouldn't be targeting him. He's going to be close to 500K, so he has to score over 40 to have much value, but he was cool and, again, not going to be playing this type of team every week. Paul Vaughan was okay. Lolo is another interesting one, 45 in his 51 minutes, so he ran the ball pretty well, just, in, just not as much footwork, and they really just got two and three on him really quickly. And held him up, so he couldn't offload the ball either. So one tackle break, zero offloads. If he can keep these base stats of thirty tackles and one hundred and thirty meters at least, right? And he's probably got his minutes are probably going to increase a little bit. I'm expecting fifty five ish, maybe to sixty. Obviously, first came back from a little hammy tweak. Uh, I think he's going to improve and improve. He'll be fine. I wouldn't be moving him on for sure. Uh, expect him to, to be hitting some scores over fifty in the next little bit, just because he looked pretty good. To be fair. And just remember, you've got guys like Josh Jackson playing 64 minutes, priced at 140k more, only getting 44. And he had a bit of a nothing game. One error, one penalty, 68 meters only. So not his best game, but he'll be fine as well. Uh, Braden Burns had a solid game. He's a, bit too ex- more, uh, a little bit too expensive. Dearden was solid. Burton with 39. A lot of people were blowing up with Burton. The 505 kick meters, it's awesome. Ran the ball for 80. 20 tackles for three misses is cool, but no attacking stats. You know, no line breaks. Only the one tackle break, no offloads, one goal. Yes, they're not great as a team. He needs to do a little bit better for sure, but he will do better. You know, 39's fine, right? He's priced at, you know, just under the you know the 50 mark as well. Um, is that right? Yeah, about 47, 48 for, for Birdo. So you're not going to lose too much on him. And this is kind of his base game at 39, 40, I'd say. And he'll improve from there. So don't worry too much about Matty. Townsend was alright, Marshall King, a few people were asking about this is kind of normal to what he's going to get. 37 here and there, and then a random 50. Uh, done for 48 minutes. Will he continue getting that? I'm not sure. Dufty 37. If you're looking at him, I, I again I wouldn't be bothering in a, in a team that's struggling. You know, Halem Lukey played 52 minutes. Just to actually just be aware with the minutes, guys, that JTV, Tanor Brown, which we'll talk about in a sec, he played some, um, some lesser minutes. Uh, not sure exactly what happened after his HIA or he just went off for a small injury or something but we'll find out over the next few days but that obviously inflated a few guys maybe Lukey plays a little bit less maybe some of the other guys play a little bit less but his 36 and 52 is pretty promising right? 34 tackles for 1 miss and 81 metres, no attacking stats so he was cool but again, not someone we'll target at this point Val Holmes with 13 so he's priced in a plummet a little bit if you own him, I'd be worried just for the fact that how bad um, the Cowboys are going to be this year uh Beyond Diotto, he has been a great player he's just not going to get the minutes unfortunately if he's if he's coming on for JMK then that, that is an issue obviously Naden didn't play the full you know amount of time but shop came on and played some time there but yeah not a great game in this one and not a great finish to the um, the rankings for for my teams especially with with updates was an absolute killer I think I was just I was around 3k for my team and ended up about five and a half thousand just on updates alone so um, and I think the people score were sitting about 380, and now they're in the eight fifties. So yeah, it's, it's round one. The, the rankings change like that, right? Cause everyone's, um, coming from a base of zero. There's no, uh, I'm ahead of you um, and you're below me, for example, at this point and, and chopping and changing. It's just, um, yeah, all in that one round one score, but, uh, I'll go through all those, uh, all of uh, the teams there, the people squad, the head to head, and also my team in a video later tonight, once we have, um, clearance on lockout and and all the scores and offloads are going to be you know put back together round one usually takes a bit extra time in general just because they're i don't know they must forget how to do it all (laughs) um but secondly with all the offloads that need to be added in that will um that will need to happen before any of it as well locks out uh, and we can make trades again so just be waiting on that it's going to take a little bit extra time i hope you enjoyed all that and you've learned a lot this weekend. You know, maybe you're starting to think about the types of players that you want to bring into your side. Maybe some you know, some cash cows. Maybe there's a gun that you feel like you missed out on. Um, all that to work you know to work out over the next few days. But I'll be waiting until team list to find any of that out and, and make those decisions yourself. I hope you enjoyed this, guys, and we will catch you in the next video